It's that time of year again. Dayton.com is looking for nominations for the 2019 Best of Dayton. You can nominate this show for Best Local Podcast and nominate me, Mike Shea, for Best Local Comedian. Just click the link in the description or go to Dayton.com and click the Best of Dayton link at the top. Thank you all for the support and happy voting. This is Lady Sarah, and you are listening to The Basement Lounge. Hey, guys, this is Mike Shea, and I want to talk to you about Anchor. Yes, Anchor is the brand new free way for you to get your podcast career off and running without any cost to you. Simply download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast to give you everything you need in one place for free. You can use it right from your phone or your computer. Their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds très magnifique without having to worry about all the costly setup. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all of that. And you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. They set you up with awesome sponsors. All you got to do is record a script, kind of like what I'm doing now, throw it onto your show and start making money. Once again, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get your podcast career off and running right now. Just do it already. Hey guys, this is Mike, and before we get the show started, I wanted to let you know that you can now join the Basement Lounge team by supporting the show on Patreon. Right now, we have a $1 tier that is so full of cool rewards, you'd be a fool to pass it up. Just go to patreon.com slash basementloungepod to sign up right away, and now, on with the show. Grab a drink, pull up a chair, and settle in, because you're in... The Basement Lounge. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever the hell time of day it is. It's another episode of The Basement Lounge. And this is the show where we talk with rising stars in the entertainment industry, their actors, comedians, musicians, or even journalists. And that's what we've got going on today. We have got one of the anchors of Fox 45, Dayton 24-7 now in the morning. <laughs> I, I should know that by now. Um, Elise Coulter. Hello. Hi. Hi. She is she's here off fresh off of a morning morning broadcast mm-hmm. at the station and she agreed to come sit down and have a chat with us for a while. Yeah, I was kind of interested to see what this was going to be about. Yeah, it's about you. I uh, which is super awkward by the way. <laughs> I get to ask the questions. I know, I'm, I'm flipping it on you. <laughs> you I'm are, flipping it on you. You are flipping it I on did me. The, the, we had we had Claudia Gomez on here yes. and and it was the same thing. She was like I I, I don't I talk about myself. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I like flipping the script a bit. Okay. So, I'm ready for it. So, Elise, um, so you've been with uh, Sinclair Broadcasting at Fox 45, ABC 22, now known as Dayton 24-7 now mm-hmm. for how long? Eight and a half years. Woo! Yeah. And then I actually worked for Sinclair uh, when I was in school at Ohio State for two and a half years previous. Like interning or? Uh, well, yeah. Well, I didn't count the internship, but I interned oh, okay. and then interned at Fox News in New York. And oh. then um, when I came back from that, got a job as a part time AP at um, our Sinclair station in Columbus and did that for about two and a half years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then um, towards the end, they kind of let me do some on air stuff, mm-hmm. which is how I got my tape together and got my first on air job. So. Because when I when I started, because I've been there four and a half years now. When I started, you were still weekends. You were weekends and reporting during the week. Yep. 
Yep, I remember yep. I remember doing the uh, and I can't remember the name of the segment you would do, but like you like got yourself locked in a trunk at one point. Um, fighting back. <laughs> fighting back. Called, That's what yeah. it was called. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Those were actually fun stories to do. I would locked myself in a trunk um, with handcuffs on and had to figure out how to get the handcuffs off and then get out myself out of the trunk. And um, another one I did in that series was I was attacked in our parking lot. And had to, I I'd take, that. yeah, I had to take a self-defense <laughs> class and then had to remember all my self-defense tactics. Oh, and I didn't remember any of it. <laughs> the only thing I could think of to do was to bite him. And and I, as soon as I went to bite him, he let me go. <laughs> well, yeah, look, I've been watching a lot of Law and Order lately. I don't know if you bite him, you leave a bite mark in DNA, so they're going to catch the guy. <laughs> there you go. They're going to catch the guy. So, And he was huge, too. I don't know if you remember, but he literally, like, towered over me i mean he had to be almost seven feet tall oh no yeah and he was a sheriff's deputy well retired sheriff's deputy. okay yeah yeah yeah. so he wasn't he wasn't just some con they were like no 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 like hey listen so we're gonna give you some time <laughs> off your sense if you can volunteer you know, I for wouldn't the news anybody though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what what why news why journalism like what was uh, so the appeal? it was not my initial goal mm-hmm. it was not my initial dream um, growing up, I loved to sing and I loved to dance and I loved theater and I actually wanted to do musical theater. I have a um, almost a double major. I have a major minor, my okay. minor being in theater. I could have had a double major if I wanted to take one more class, but let's be honest, I wanted to graduate and get on with my life. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, you know, I took a, I, 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 I took some theater classes and realized theater just wasn't for me. Um, and I took a journalism class, a communications class, and a, a reporter from, from the, our station in Columbus actually mm-hmm. came in and did like a whole video on what she did for a day. And I was like, this is kind of cool. I might be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, took an internship at our station in Columbus and fell in love. And I never really looked back. Yeah. I see where I went to school, uh, mass com and theater were the same department. Interesting. Uh, it was it was a small little school in the middle of nowhere in South yeah. Carolina, and um, so so the departments themselves were too small to be individual, so they so they mushed them together into one. Huh. So it looks like I have a double major in mass com and theater, but it's actually just the same major. But what was cool was they let me take classes. They let me take theater classes that were actually really beneficial to like being on air like like yeah. like diction and and, and uh, script writing like mm-hmm. I learned how to write a new script and things like that yeah uh, my college education has nothing to do with what I do today actually <laughs> because I have a journalism degree but it's in print oh yeah so Ohio State actually just as I was deciding to do uh, broadcast journalism mm-hmm. got rid of their broadcast journalism program because OU was so close oh okay so I um, didn't realize that so everything I learned was through my internships and then my senior year of college I had the part-time AP job at our station so I was working oh. already at a station writing news and learning how to shoot and edit and everything while still in school. See, I and I'm so used to. I went to you know went to three different schools down south, and so I'm so used to where all the all the mass com and journalism, all that was all just one thing. But you're saying Ohio State, they, they actually had like branches, like mm-hmm. that. That's wild to me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there were branches within the communications okay. department or communications school. Okay. So yeah. Man, I wish I had that. I know. The more I meet people up here, you know, because I mean, I'm from Ohio, but I just I lived down south for a number of years, and the more I meet people in like like ICB, 
nothing like that down south. Oh, yeah. No, and we have so many people at our station, just in master control alone, who... Who went there or yeah. did that? Yeah. Like, hell, uh, Matt Matt Morgan, who's one of our, our shift leaders, was on their commercials for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just... Yeah, but yeah, we didn't have anything like that down south. I think yeah. a lot of the directors have done that, too. Or something... I know some of the production people have like gone through ICB. Claudia... No, she no, goes she, through Sinclair. She goes through Sinclair. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. A lot of our engineers go through Sinclair. They yes. do stuff at Sinclair. I know, yeah. I know Job is doing stuff right now. We're talking inside baseball, folks. Uh, <laughs> Job's, Job's doing stuff at Sinclair right now. I think Doug was. Doug did, yep. Yeah. He recently graduated, yeah. Um, um, Dave's been around since engineering was invented. I know. I love Dave <laughs> yep. so much. Um, and then he, there's, he does the old, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime yep. he walks in, it's. Just walks in, hands in his pockets. Well, yeah. But uh, has problems with that. Uh, <laughs> yes, Dave. But my favorite thing is their answer is, "Did you turn it off and turn it back on?" Mm, yeah. Did you First try restarting off, it? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Genius. Oh. That was the first thing I did. But my husband's an engineer, so like I feel oh, like I have the okay. right to kind of say that a little bit because that's like, did you turn it off and turn it back on? I'm like, you know, what, am I at work? <laughs> I didn't know that I worked, at, you know, lived Dayton 24-7 now. My grandpa's an engineer and my, my uncle's an IT guy on Wright Pat and my dad was an IT guy, so I, I, I grew up with that. Just, yeah. Well, let's try resetting it. Okay, I tried that, but sure, let's, let's do <laughs> let's one more time. Let's try for the third time. And then there's and then there's Travis. Travis is one of my best friends in the world. He is freaking smart, but he is he's one of those just kind of like, <sighs> like he knows what he, he knows what he has to do, but he hates that he's the only has one who knows that he yeah, has yeah, to do yeah. it. That's how like um, it was when Jay worked there. He was yeah. the only one who kind of knew. Like, oh, Doug, I know. Doug's really good at stuff. Yeah, but yeah, Doug's come a long way though. Oh yeah, yeah. He and I used to like work together every day. He was my photographer for oh, like a year great. and a half straight. I was almost a photog. Really? Almost a photog. Yeah. Yeah. wasn't 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 thrilled with the hours. Not that mine are any better. The hours. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say master patrol hours aren't any better. I just live there. <laughs> I especially especially these last I couple know weeks. I'm just I I I just I've just lost control lost track of what day it is. I'm I just, don't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just there. <laughs> um, I'm waiting for the day where I show up and they're like, Mike, you're not even scheduled today. Oh, well, I'm here. <laughs> well, I'm here. Might as well work. Yeah, look, so, like I got to pay for Christmas somehow. Um, so, so you went to Ohio State. Yes, you are, and I think we've talked about this before. You are, you are an Ohio girl, born and yeah, raised. Born and raised from Northeast Ohio, Youngstown. Youngstown, where yeah. my dad's from. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, have you been? Oh yeah, I've I've still got my uncle lives there. We used to go there a lot when my grandparents, my dad's parents were alive. We used to go to Wedgwood you know Pizza what? all <gasps> the time. Wedgwood Pizza is my jam. Wedgwood Pizza is the best. It is so good. And people from who are not from Northeast Ohio and have never had Wedgwood Pizza do not know pizza. No. Like, no. I, I'm sorry. I love Day- Dayton. Like, I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I love Dayton. Dayton, you don't know pizza. No. The, I, I Look, I finally tried Marion's for the first time this year. I had never been before. And Marion's is good. It's good. I don't understand how in the hell it keeps winning best in Dayton every year. I just think, I think it's like, it's like one of those, Dayton is, loves this thin crust 
circle. I'm not going to cut it into a pizza pie. Right. I'm going to do the square thing. Like, I don't know what it is, like who invented it here, but it has never gone away. No. Um, back home, like in Youngstown, and if you guys ever go to Youngstown, I mean, there's nothing in Youngstown besides good food. That's it, true. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, it has like, if I, I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, if we lived in Youngstown, I'd be 500 pounds. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you because the food is so good back home. Oh. It's ridiculous. Have you ever had a salad in Youngstown? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. What is on your salad? Um, this is a trick question, my friend. Oh, no. Oh, I'm a simple salad eater. So Are you a simple, I'm salad, a simple eater? salad eater? Oh, come on, man. I, I, I love my like I love my my spinach salad with my, you know, my my pecans and my apples and my chicken. Okay, and, wrong. And blue, okay. That's not a Youngstown oh, okay. salad. Okay, now okay. Okay, educate me. <laughs> okay, I'm, let, me, let me break it down. Okay. So... Funny story, when I first moved to Columbus, I was so angry about this, by the way, because I ordered a grilled chicken salad and it did not come like it's made in Youngstown. Oh, How no. it's made in Youngstown, you get your lettuce, you have French fries, hot French fries put oh. on, then you put a crap ton of cheese on top of that and it's melted over the top and that's your salad in Youngstown. See, that's my kind of, that's, that's my kind of salad. It's amazing. Fat guys, listen, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Youngstown, Go to Youngstown salad. I'm just saying. Handles? Have you had handles? Ice cream? I love oh, handles. I haven't had it in so I long. I know. It's been forever. Actually, I lie. My mom came down in August and I made her bring me a I made her bring me two Wedgwood pizzas and two oh, wow. quarts of handles <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> I think what makes Wedgwood pizza so great is they do something that nobody else does. They shred their pepperoni. Yeah. And it just gets nice and crispy. Yes. And it's it, it's fantastic it just i love the doughiness yeah see that's i okay crispy pizza i can i can i'm down with it don't get me wrong but the doughiness Mm. of of wedgewood pizza i mean it's greasy is all oh yeah but it's so good that's why we uh when my brother was just in town he was down from from kent state for thanksgiving and (gasps) did you make him bring you any no i should have yeah you should because i said because i stayed the night in north canton with my grandparents but uh, which is where i'm from but uh, we drove when I drove him back because he's a big pizza nut. He's he's nineteen. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. So we drove down to uh, we drove down to Mellow Mushroom. I have you... heard that place is amazing. Oh, it's I've never so been. Good. Where we when we lived down south, there were three. And what's great about Mellow Mushroom is no two are the same. Okay. The menu's the same. Okay. But the the decor is always different. Really? Like the one that was in downtown Columbia was like. Super rustic and kind of kind of old towny, but the one that was across town was like very modern sports bar like. And then the one that's down in um, on the way to Cincy. Um, oh, what is oh, that is town? It, it's not Mason, is it? No, Westchester. Westchester. It's yeah, in Westchester, okay. um, right by the IKEA. Yep. Um, it's got like a almost like an island island shack vibe to it. Oh. But the pizza is ridiculous. I've heard it's like they have like a truffle pizza or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, I've heard it's ridiculous. And you can get they have a pretzel appetizer where they give you huge fresh baked pretzels made of their pizza dough. Oh my god, it smells or it smells. That sounds so good. I can smell it right now. Um, <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's some of the best pizza you'll ever. Yeah. And, and and it reminds me so much of the kind of thing you would get in Youngstown. Oh yeah. Um, because it, it's just it's it's again that doughiness that it's 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 a little crispy but it's nice and chewy as well. Yeah. Um. And then there's a place that just opened in downtown called uh, Giannino's. Yes, it is a Northeast Ohio pizza place. Yeah, and, and they, it is very. It's not Wedgwood. No. But it'll give you a Northeast Ohio feel. Oh yeah, it, yeah. it just opened one on. Th- is it Third Street? Yeah. Uh, it's isn't it next to the uh, what's the arcade place? DK. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, right by DK Effect. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, their spinach and chicken pizza is because like similar to Wedgwood or a Mellow Mushroom or even a Marco's, they don't skimp on the toppings. Yeah, see, that's what I yeah. I mean. You gotta be good about the toppings. So many places I and, and like like Marion's the ground the way they do the ground sausage, I'm into it. Um, but but like I I don't want to see the crust. Like you need, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to see the crust. When yeah. I, I need to need two hands to lift my pizza slice yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, I just I that's what I I miss that the most the food. Yeah. The, all the Italian food, like it's just always so good. Like here, I don't eat red sauce. The only place I eat really? red sauce, Mama De Salvo's. I live around the corner from there, and I have still never been. Oh, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> like you literally don't know what you're missing. <laughs> I've that heard is that. the best Italian food in the Miami Valley. You have told me that. Uh, Travis has told me that. And when she was here, Rachel Aragon told me that. Yes. Loved my. Again, I've lived here for five years. It is around the corner from my house. Never been so good. I so mm, so good. Mm, I love all Italian it. food because I it, Olive Garden's it, it, it's fine. It's, it's not, whatever. It's not really Italian. I I I. <laughs> well, I, my family's yeah. Italian, so I okay. feel like I could say that. Like my whole family's like 100 percent Italian, except for my dad. He's Irish, right. which is you know of course see, I got the light hair and the see we're all colors. Irish. My whole family's yeah. Irish, so <laughs> all we do is we just drink and hold grudges. <laughs> Um, yeah, sounds like my family. Which is, yeah, it's a good way to live. Italians are like that too, though. Eh, yeah, they're not. They're not far off. We're just really loud and obnoxious about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I um, my best friend in college. He still lives down south this day. Vince. He is as a comedian. He is my favorite person in the fa- on the face of the earth because he is a he is a walking stereotype. Yeah. His mother is full blooded Puerto Rican. Oh His gosh. father is full blooded Italian. They're from New York. Oh god. His name is Vinny, and he's a mechanic. Oh my god. <laughs> it is. <laughs> It is the greatest thing. And so when I, the first time I went to his house and they're just yelling at yeah, each other yeah. and I was like, should I leave? That's how that's how my family is. <laughs> and my husband, he's Italian, but his Italian side, they're not really like that. Like mm-hmm. there's not a, as many Italians on his side of the family as they're like his mom's side is German. So they okay. hung out more on his mom's side of the family. Now, my I grew up so I, you know, my dad's name is Coulter. So that's mm-hmm. the Irish in me. But my mom's side of the family, you've got Miranda Romito Pastella. So it's literally <laughs> like all three, you know, all three families. And when you get all of us together, you can't hear anybody. We're all yelling <laughs> over everybody. Our hands are flailing in the air. And I just remember like the first like Christmas my husband which he was my boyfriend then mm-hmm. came to he literally was like looking around he gets very intimidated by the family <laughs> and he'll just like kind of sit like pick a corner and sit there because you can't get oh, a word in nobody can, you know what I mean I can relate to that so hard <laughs> <laughs> you can't get a word in you're just sitting there like watching and every like someone will ask you a question and they don't even let you finish the answer it's 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 kind of ridiculous <laughs> I, I, I would go to Vinny's house all the time for dinner and his mom and dad would just be yelling at each uh-huh. other four letter word in it and then his mom oh, would yeah. turn around and go Mike honey can I get you something to eat like she was sweet as hell to I me know. and then she would turn around and tell me why the heck didn't you put your yeah, yeah. socks in the yeah, yeah. I'm gonna knock you in the <laughs> that's, how my, that's how I grew up, man. It's so funny. My so you talking about like the Italians they definitely like feed you. Mm-hmm. Uh, my great grandmother, uh, she was like ninety some years old when she passed. But when I was in high school, she was in her eighties, and I would eat dinner and I would go get then I would drive to her house and like spend the evening with her. And she'd be like, "Lisi, honey, are you hungry?" And I said, "No, Grandma, I just ate." She goes, "Okay, I'll make you some pasta." And I'm like, "Oh crap." 
I'm like, I, I can't eat this. Like, and then she's like, do you want some dessert? I'm like, no, grandma, I'm really full. Okay, I'll make you. Some. And I was like, oh my goodness, I can't, like, you just couldn't get away with it. I, I dated a girl in college who, who was from a Greek family. And oh. when I say Greek, I mean my big fat Greek Full wedding scale. Greek. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. like, you know, what do you mean he's a vegetarian, doesn't eat meat? Yeah. Okay, fine, I'll make him lamb. <laughs> like, they have the Windex. Oh, man. It was, it, it was, we didn't date long, but man, that was, those were good times. Those were good times. Um, So you and your husband have been married for? We have been married a little over five years. Okay. Together over 14. Woo! Yeah. How did you guys meet? <laughs> Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> so am I gonna have to cut this part out? Or? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so back in the day, I was. Uh, when did I meet? I met him when I was twenty. Okay. And so, um, my best friend was dating his best friend. Okay. And I had just come home for the summer, um, for school, and I wanted someone to hang out with. And I called her up, and she's like, "Hey, I'm going to a party tonight. You want to go?" And I'm like, "Hell yeah!" Mm-hmm. So I go to this house party, and my husband and his best friend were there. Well, his best friend was not the one dating my friend. Um, And so my husband was hitting on me and I wasn't really interested because I'd just gotten out of a really crappy relationship um, with a guy. And then I was kind of dated another guy for a couple months and he was kind of another situation. And so I was just like, I don't want to date. I just want to be single. I don't want to have a boyfriend. I don't want to be tied down. I knew that I was going back to Columbus in September because I had to go back to school. Mm. And I certainly didn't want to date anybody from Youngstown. Like I just was, cause the last two guys I had dated were from Youngstown and I just didn't want anything to oh, do yeah. with them. Like couldn't, couldn't do it. Didn't want to do the long distance. So, um, he was hitting on me and I was like, oh, fine, whatever. <laughs> and he's like, Hey, do you want to be my beer pong partner? And I was like, well, I don't drink beer. Because back then I was too good for beer. I only drink liquor, apparently. Oh, I'm still in that phase. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't drink at all. Uh, but no. So and I was like, I was like, sure, if you want to drink all my beer. And he was like, all right. And I was like, all right. So um, he asked me to be his beer pong partner. Uh, we played beer pong. And then I got bored and I asked my best friend, I said, hey, do you want to go to the bar? And she's like, yeah, let's go. So her boyfriend was like, all right, I'll go with you guys. Well, as I'm walking up the steps, like from the basement, my now husband says to me, oh, uh, you wouldn't like want a dance partner, would you? And in my mind, I'm like, that is the lamest pickup line I've ever heard in my life. And I just looked at him and I go, are you saying you wanted to go to the bar with me? And he was like, I mean, like if you want me to go. And I go, Sure. You can come with me to the bar. <laughs> so we go to the bar. Mind you, this is Youngstown, and this is a long time ago, uh-huh. and I probably shouldn't say this, but I was under. Okay. So he gave me his wristband mm-hmm. and then bought me a beer, and I ignored him the rest of the night. Wow. <laughs> and actually kind of sort of after that, it's a long story, but there was this girl that used to chase him around, and I didn't want the drama. And... um. I ended up dating his best friend for two weeks. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then I went back to him. Oh, wow. So it's a true love story. And the rest is <laughs> And the funny part is, is I even told him, like, before I went to college, I'm like, this will not be a relationship. I was like, this is a summer fling. That's all it is. 14 years later and five years of marriage, here we are. 
having yeah. a baby. I was going to say, and now <laughs> now I've got baby number one on the way. Baby number one on the way. And you guys just built the house, too. We did in Fairborn. Yeah, we've been there almost a year. It's wow. a year this month that we moved in. So mid mid December, I think like the sixteenth or seventeenth is when we moved in oh, last that's right. year. You guys moved right before Christmas. It was right before Christmas last year. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. So what, what what was the so what finally like was the, the 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 nail in the coffin of like let's build the house and and because because when you build the house in the area that's like that's like you're you're putting I mean you're literally you're putting, putting your, your, your yeah. Um, I think it was it was you know we just realized how much money we were wasting in rent. We had rented this apartment for five years and the the rent just kept going up. And we were like, we could have a mortgage. Like literally we pay maybe three to four hundred dollars more a month for our mortgage than what we were paying for a two bedroom, two bath apartment. So it just to me, that's nuts. it was so crazy. Yeah. So we just decided, you know what? Forget it. Even if, you know, who knows what's going to happen in the future, especially like. You just never know, mm-hmm. you know, um, but we plan on being here. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we want to be here for the long haul. So that's the game plan. But yeah. we were kind of like, you know, even if something happens and we're not, we'll be fine. Yeah. So but that was what was kind of the nail in the coffin for that. Well, so what and so what was the like as far as just staying in because because you you intern you said you interned briefly in New York, but you yeah. worked all over Ohio. Was there ever the idea to go elsewhere go out of state career wise so my my first on air job was actually out of state it was in virginia oh okay yeah so small town winchester virginia um Ooh. northern shenandoah valley uh it's about an hour and a half directly west of dc so mm-hmm. it's a sleeper city so a lot of like people who live or work in dc live there mm-hmm. um it was a great first market it was i was the anchor producer i anchored the morning show and produced the morning show okay um, it was, you know, I just, at that point in time, like, I don't know. I just, I like Ohio. Mm-hmm. Like there was a part of me that always wanted to move on to bigger markets. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really hard to do when you're not single. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, my husband's an engineer. He can't move around like I would need to move mm-hmm. around. And so I wanted to find a station that I could call quote unquote home. Mm-hmm which is why I stayed for as long as I have. Plus I kept getting opportunities to move up. Right. And it was really, it's really hard to turn those down. Like, cause like you said, like just in the last four years, you went from anchoring on the weekends and reporting in the week to now you're, are you the lead anchor? Uh, morning, the, just morning. Just, anchor. just the morning anchor yeah. with you, you and Nathan. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I started as an MMJ. And for those Woo. who don't know what an MMJ is, I did that for two and a half years at our mm-hmm. station. That's where you, you're literally the photographer and the reporter. Mm-hmm. So I started, I did that for two and a half years, moved up to reporter and then moved up to weekend anchor and then moved up to, to morning anchor. Wow. Yeah. So it's hard to like, you know, walk yeah. away from that. How do you, yeah, that's uh, just all that good. Yeah. And you know, yeah. the station has been very good to me. So I can't, I can't complain at all. Oh yeah, it, 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 people's experiences will vary at, at at any any workplace. But when you got a good thing going for you, yeah, it's hard to. It is hard to walk away from. Yeah. But if I would ever to get out of the business for any reason or would ever want to move on, I would want I'd go back to Columbus. Yeah. In a heartbeat, yeah. Because because I'll tell you one of the things I miss most about having you on the weekends, aside from how tight of a ship you ran, is <laughs> I did because good lord. <laughs> You were gone. You were gone for a week, and everything kind of went to hell. And you came back the next week. We were kind of like, "What did those <laughs> do while I was gone?" I did 
too. Um, but I miss, especially this time of year, I miss so much whenever an Ohio State Buckeyes oh, game gosh. was on. Everyone in the building knew exactly how Elise felt about the game because if it was an interception or a touchdown, it didn't matter. You'd hear Elise in the bench going, yeah! <laughs> or, come on! <laughs> true <laughs> it's so true i just i can't help it it's uh i don't know what it is about the buckeyes but they i just get fired up you and you and shane shane yeah. shane oh uh, yeah just just yeah bleeds bleeds <laughs> what was it red and red and scarlet i, and I am i am not a sports guy okay Let's go go i'll give you the rundown go sports ball um yeah i i'm from you know south carolina where it was you know the Gamecock Clemson Tiger rivalry. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, not not a fan. Um, I I'm, I don't I don't miss that. <laughs> like I I was in I was in I was in the student center one time and these two guys got into a, like a like a knuckle brawl. I went and pulled them apart and I was like, what what the hell are you guys fighting about? He's like, no, I'm tired of this stupid ass Gamecock fan. I was like, well, this is about college football. Yeah. Y'all have fun. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. You kill each you other. Go I don't to care. an Ohio State Michigan game. No, it's, it's insanity. <laughs> it is absolute insanity. It like it is. It is the craziest thing ever. Oh, I, and Ohio mm. State fans are nuts, and I can say that because I'm a Ohio State fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, now we all know we are crazy. It's, yeah, like, it's <laughs> like my my mom is my mom is like one of the biggest Browns fans on the face of the earth. Oh God, I'm a Browns fan too, but. And it, I, I don't really claim them. Anytime I make a joke about, you know, the Browns are going to leave, because I'll leave here on a Sunday morning and she'll be sitting there in her brown sweatshirt. Aww, and she's so all excited. Though. I'm just like, oh, man, mom, you are getting so excited to be let down in a couple hours. <laughs> it's so it's like, true. She's like, shut up. And I'm like, look, <laughs> two seasons in a row, not a single win. <laughs> I know. No, but it's like, it's so crazy because everyone's like, oh, Baker Mayfield's going to like bring us back, blah, 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 blah. Okay, let me tell you what. I, this is how big of a Buckeye fan I am. I Still hate Baker Mayfield for um, trying to plant the Oklahoma flag oh, <laughs> in the middle yeah, of the field. Do you remember that? I do. Still hate him. Still. <laughs> he could take the, the Browns to the Super Bowl and they could win for the first time in 50 years. I don't care. I don't like him. <laughs> you hear that, Baker? Yeah, I know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> if Baker, listen to Baker Mayfield. If you do listen to this show and you would like to sponsor it, um, or if you'd like to come on the show, if you'd like to come on, um, he and you, I can city chat. Oh, go back please. And forth. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, that would be great. It'd be a lot of bleeping, though. I don't bleep. <laughs> this is going to be the cleanest show I've ever, I've ever. Uh, I, I don't bleep. <laughs> please. Um, so I do the, I, I do these little things called pod decks, and what they okay. are is it's. Random interview questions okay. for podcast guests. Now it, is, it doesn't get like it's not like Cards Against Humanity where. Oh, I don't care. That's fine. Um, um, but uh, well, you don't care. Our bosses might. Uh, <laughs> that is very true. Um, but it's just it's just random questions. So we're just gonna we're we're just gonna liven things up a little bit here. Uh, if you could ask one person one question and they had to answer truthfully, who and what would you ask? Oh my! Are you kidding? Um, That's what it says. If I had to ask one person one question, who would it be? And what would you ask? <clears throat> and what would I ask? Wow, that is a really rough. Yeah, it's deeper than I thought it was going to yeah, get. Yeah, like, I'm like, maybe just. <laughs> I was like, is it going to ask like guilty pleasure movie? No, it wants you to get deep. Yeah, it does. Okay, so. Wow. Okay, so if we want to get deep, I mean, I could go. I could do this. This is cool. That's fine. 
getting personal. So my just a little background. My dad passed away when I was 14. Okay. He was an alcoholic. That's what he died from. So I guess my question would be to him, you know, why not get the help you need? And you're you're about my you're, you and I are almost the same age. Yeah. And so that was 14. That was early 2000s, late 90s. Um, and you know, I got I got to tell you, it's one of the, that's one of those things because especially because nowadays I I have because. The, the treatment is so abundant out there nowadays, you know, and you know, I just and I guess maybe it's just because I didn't I wasn't aware of it back then. But I don't know how how abundant was it back then. You know, you know I really I think really all that was there was um, AA. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, for a long time as a kid, mm-hmm. I, you know, was like, oh, he had a choice. He had a choice. He had a choice. Mm-hmm. Now as an adult, I realize doing the stories that I have done on opioid addiction, mm-hmm. on just addiction in general, you really don't have a choice. I mean, you do. It is a choice that they have to make. Mm-hmm. But if they don't make that choice themselves, there's nothing that's going to convince them to change their lives. Right. It's 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 not that they don't know they have a problem. Right. You know, it's, he knew he had a problem. Yeah. It's just um, the addiction had taken over his brain like yeah. so much that it it just he didn't realize like how bad mm-hmm. of a problem. I guess I don't know if that makes no, sense. No, it, it does make sense. I I've, I have I have several very close friends who are in and out of whether it's alcohol rehab or drug rehab. You know, I've I've, I've lost friends to it. I've made two documentaries about it. It's it, it's one of those things that it's. There's a it makes a lot of sense and at the same time it makes almost none. Yeah, I, the problem is is it makes none to us. Yeah, because we're not we we don't have those same you know uh, hormones or whatever it is that that's going through their their system. Yeah. and taking over their brain like we don't have that. Yeah, I can have a drink, <laughs> right, and be done. I can go weeks and not right and, and not touch a bottle of right. anything. But. And that's yeah, no, I agree. I, I I will say when I was in college, there mm-hmm. were times that my mom would be worried mm-hmm. about me. Um, well, especially because you, when you're in college, there's the party culture. Right. And yeah. Yeah. It's just. It, Thankfully, yeah. like I grew out of that. <laughs> were, you, were you in a sorority or anything? Or? No. Mm-mm. Oh, me neither. Thank God. I know. I'm sorry. I just, you know, you see the things they got to go. You, you talk about you talk about alcohol problems. You see the things they got to go through and. Not only that, but also I don't want to pay extra money to go to college. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm like, I don't want to. I guess I always looked at it, and this is probably very rude, and I I'm, I apologize, but and my thoughts have changed. But like, almost like you're paying for friends. It did kind of feel like that. Yeah, at least when I was there, that's how it felt. When when I I, I did rush a fraternity in my freshman year of, of of college, and and that was and and this may have just been that fraternity, but that was kind of the vibe yeah. I got. And I, again, I did never rush, but so I personally don't know. It's just being on the outside looking in, Mm -hmm. that's how it felt. Yeah. Um, So what is a characteristic that you are most known for? (laughs) Probably my laugh. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's always like, oh my God, yeah, that's Elise laughing. Hey everybody, I just wanted to take a moment to interrupt the show and give a very special shout out 
to the people who support this show every month on Patreon. I want to shout out Whitney Latin, Jody McDermott, and my mother, Melissa Shea, who every single month help support this show and if you want to be one of those awesome people all you got to do is go to patreon.com slash basement lounge pod and join the one dollar tier you'll get shouted out on the air get your name listed in the description you get early access to all these shows commercial free through our patreon rss feed and so many other cool rewards once again go to patreon.com slash basement lounge pod join the one dollar tier and help support the show speaking of the show let's get back to it Is there is there something you like that most people just don't? Like an unpopular opinion you have in a positive sense? <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he has a lot of fans right now. <laughs> an unpopular opinion. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know. I'm sure I do because I'm very opinionated. So I just I think maybe people are scared to tell me <laughs> to be honest. They're like, oh yeah, mm-hmm, yep, yep. I mean, they really don't agree at all. I, I think I know the answer to this one, but what are you most excited about right now? The baby. Yeah. 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 That's it's weird how like your priorities change almost immediately. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's just weird how uh, you know my job was my number one priority for twelve years. That was right. my career. I worked my butt off to get to where I am. And now I'm kind of like, well, that needs to take a backseat for a little bit. And I need to figure out, you know, how I'm going to care for a human. There are days I feel like I can't even take care of myself. (laughs) I need a nap. Like, do you know what I mean? Where's my nap? (laughs) Honey, the baby needs a nap. Get in line. I know. That's how it feels. My husband's like, do you ever not sleep? I'm like, listen, this schedule and then this child is literally sucking the life out of me. Because you're at the station at at three in the morning yeah so my alarm clock goes off at 1 30 in the morning no yeah yeah i'm getting home at 1 30 in the morning yeah. those days Mm-mm, no my alarm clock goes off at 1 30 leave the house by 2 30 get to work at three yeah Nah, i'm good and just think i was thinking about this the other day so i'll get home at what 11 30 you know on a typical day and have to come home and basically have a whole another full-time job because mm. i'm gonna have to stay with the baby yeah until my husband gets home, and then you say, "Here, <clears throat> your turn." Probably the time he by the time he commutes home though, because yeah. he commutes from Columbus. Oh wow! Yeah, so he probably you know if I'm lucky, he'll be home earliest like six. Woo! Yeah, which the, is when you need to go, go to, to bed. Bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so. And the dogs are walking around, just kind of like. Uh, Do we exist? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're a you're 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 a dog person, like. Oh me. my gosh! Yeah, I love yeah, they're dogs. my babies. They're my babies. Yeah. I've had three. Mm-hmm. Um, we just recently had to um, put down our old little old man mm-hmm. um, after thirteen and a half years. He was I called him my little soulmate. He was my little buddy. I still miss him every day. Every day I miss him. He's just, he was my little man. We had him the whole time we'd been together. So Mm -hmm. it's really weird to not have him there. Um, But we still have two more. That's good. Yeah, so they're good. Chase and Scarlet. Chase, oh, that's a, what what kind of dogs are they? Uh, Chase is a Weimaraner, but he thinks that he's a lap dog. uh, Yeah, they usually do. Mm -hmm. And then Scarlet's another Japanese chin. They're so freaking cute. They look like Gizmo. Yes, they do. Yeah. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> Did you know that's who Gizmo's actually like 
like created after like that that's who like got inspiration for gizmo was the japanese chins i didn't know that yeah. but i get it <laughs> the red ones that's what she is she's a little redhead oh that's so cute mm-hmm. and yeah that's the, why what is it like big dogs think they're lap dogs oh my gosh and little dogs think that they're attack dogs oh you, you met mine <laughs> yeah. you, you met mine upstairs yeah. the little one i'm holding her with one hand and she's just quiet as soon as i set her down i don't know what it is i think with my old man i used to think he had little man syndrome okay. you know what i mean like he would always be like yeah. i'm the big dog but he was the alpha for That's sure. Funny. Like he, well, he was, when we had the Weimariners, we had the old man first. Mm-hmm. And then we got the Weimariner as a puppy. Oh. And our old man used to attack our Weimariner. Oh, no. So he was terrified of our seven and a half pound Japanese chin. And he's 90 pounds. <laughs> I mean, it was hilarious. Even till the day, the day before we put, had to put him down, mm-hmm. he was still biting him. Of course. <laughs> and then turning around and giving him a kiss. And we were like, what is happening? And then there's cats. Yeah, and cats, I, I just, cats. yeah, I I had a cat growing up. Mm-hmm. I'm not a cat person. I like cats. I prefer you just dogs. just have too much attitude, man. They're, you know what? Cats are a-holes. Yeah, just, they I'm are. Just, especially, <laughs> now, my sister has a cat yeah. who's upstairs right now, and, and she can go to hell. Um, <laughs> Because she is, she's A, because her food and water litter box down here, worst roommate ever. Um, <laughs> I'll just walk by her, minding my own business, not touch her, she don't look at me, and all of a sudden a paw will just go, yeah. Just, just, like, what did I do to you? Yeah. I did yeah. I did nothing to you. <laughs> I know. We, They're little instigators. Oh man, we we had when I was living down south, we had a we had this little uh, cat named Oreo. She we'd had her for like freaking ever. She ran the house. And then we had we had this German shepherd named Sirius Black cuz you know, you gonna um <laughs> we got him. But we got him as a as a as a fit in your hand puppy. And he grew up around this cat, and and that cat was the boss uh-huh. to the point where we took his favorite toy and set it next to the cat on the couch, and he just stared at it like, uh, <laughs> "Are you gonna get that for me?" Uh, and she was looking at him like, "Do it, go ahead, go ahead. see what happens. see what happens. Good, yeah." Go. Cats are mean. Cats are mean. Cats are mean. I love dogs. They're so mean. I love turtles. I had a turtle. I love turtles. Yeah, they're really cool. I had a red-eared slider. That's all I love. Oh, Those are cool. I want a turtle. They stink. They do stink. <laughs> the, they my, do stink. I was like, why don't you get one? You keep saying you won't want to get one. I was like, I, I, I live down here. Yeah. That, that 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 smell's got nowhere to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Hmm. Man. Mm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm going to find like some lighter questions out know, of this no, deck no, because holy totally cow. Fine. So the best piece of advice I'd ever been given was probably never to so actually it was from my husband Mm -hmm. so uh when i started this career back in 2007 it was just before the recession of 2008 Mm -hmm. and i remember yeah so it was Mm -hmm. it was awful because here i am trying to get into this career and the station at the time they had to make cuts and so what they were doing this way they were laying off or getting rid of people who made too much money and it was reporters and anchors who had been at the station for 10 15 years and i remember thinking to myself i went home and i told my husband i said i don't know if i want to do this he goes what do you mean i said i just i can't imagine committing myself to a place for that long thinking that you were gonna you know you're good you've you've you know you've rooted yourself you've got a family here and then turn around and you've got to move 15 years later because of whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? Because of financial reasons. And he said to me, yeah, but you're quitting before you even gave it a chance. 
He's like, you at least have to try it and see. And then you can say, oh, yeah, this isn't for me. He's like, you didn't even give it a shot yet. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, mm, you're so right. And that's when I just kept going with it. That's really, that, man, I wish I was that smart. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I started in radio and it was kind of the same thing where yeah. around that same time, the radio industry, like, it just didn't know what it was doing anymore because that was kind of the advent of like Pandora and internet radio was becoming yeah. a thing. And, yeah. And whereas podcasts, you had, podcasts were good. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. And you had, it, what was, it was funny because you saw where the movie and TV industry were starting to evolve with the technology. Like Netflix yeah. first became a thing. Yeah. Hulu first became a thing. But the music industry for some reason fought against it. And when you fight against change, You'll lose. <laughs> That's what happened with the newspaper. That's exactly what happened with the newspaper. I mean, it's very sad, you know, and it's the Internet was really the crux mm-hmm. of the newspaper. And and it took it took the newspaper industry in general kind of too long to try to get with the times. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of just got left in the dust. Um, one of the papers around here, I won't say names, is getting bought out and yeah. they're no longer going to be a daily paper. It's going to be like, I think, like a weekly or something like that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's absolutely, it's just nuts. And even the TV industry is going the same route mm-hmm. with social media and digital. And it's yeah. just, it's, 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 it's like, you know, oh, it's scary. Well, it is, but it's also exciting at the same time. And that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Things evolve. Things mm-hmm. change. I mean, look at us now where we're, we're simulcasting our newscasts online. So, hey, you don't yeah. have TV. It's on your phone now. Yep, it is. Um, I mean, hell, there was it was two years ago. I was I was home. There was a tornado warning. Um, satellite was out. I couldn't get TV. I, I I pulled the station up on my phone and was able yep. to keep track of the meteorologist That's, at the time. Yeah. Um, so we knew what was going on. We knew it was local, especially because we're across the street from City Hall. So the sirens right there. Yeah. But That's what I did for the Memorial Day tornadoes. We turned all the lights off and all the TVs off, and I, my husband and I and our three dogs were sitting in the basement, and I had my phone on, and that was all I could do was just I had it was on Facebook actually I had the Facebook Live on. What a night! That, I, that was crazy. Because uh, that was my because I, I at the time I wasn't working Mondays. I just happened to be covering that Monday. Oh. And it broke out, and I was like, Ah, we'll be out of this in a little bit. <laughs> cut to the end of my shift. Oh, we're still in this. Yeah, cut to seventeen hours I know. later. I wake up the next morning. Let me turn the news. Let me watch the morning show. Still oh, on. we're still. He's still there. Continuously. Okay. <laughs> till like I think we were on until eleven or so. I don't even know. It was insanity. It was absolutely insane. And we're still, we're still, we're still dealing. I don't know if the Miami Valley will ever truly recover from that. I I don't know how you can. I think there's going to be neighborhoods that never will. I I mean one of our one of our master control guys his apartment building was leveled while we were there. Oh my goodness! He he got the phone call from his sister. Anybody at home? His sister was at home. She's fine. Like his family's fine. She got trapped in the bathroom for a couple hours. Um, All their stuff was destroyed. Um, But yeah, so. So he was like, he, I was like, where are you on the phone so much? And he, why is he back yet? My apartment complex got hit. You're good. We got this. Go. And I mean, it was, yeah, it was a whole. Oh, man. And um, just, yeah, it. what a, what a freaking year Dayton has had. Oh, I can't even like, it's been, 
You know, a lot of times, this is what I say to people, because I think a lot of times people don't realize news people are humans. Like, yeah. we're humans with feelings, and we actually mm-hmm. do feel for people. There might be some in the business who are pretty good at mm-hmm. not. Yeah. But um, I'm not one of them. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I cried this year being out in the field. Like, the KKK rally cried. Oh, man. The, the tornadoes cried. The yeah. the mass shooting cur- I like never in a million years thought that would happen. The, the Ever. Sh- the shooting one, I, I still, the, the shooting one got me, I, I have so many mixed feelings on it, and, and that sounds weird, but so I had just started my vacation. I was camping in the woods. I had just woken up in my tent after the first night to a gazillion voicemails on my phone. And I was like, what the hell? And I listened, and it's it's friends of mine from college who knew I lived in Dayton who were just making sure I was okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I pulled up my phone. So, and and the reason it, it, it part of the reason it hit me so hard is because it was like, holy crap, I live there. I go to that bar yeah. quite often. Yeah. My good friend Haley is a bartender there and was bartending that night. Uh, the girl I had been seeing at the time had had been at the bar that night, and my brother and his girlfriend live above that bar. Oh, my goodness. And it was just one of those where I was like, I, I couldn't even process it, it. I don't think I have. How can you? I don't think I've processed this entire year. I have to be perfectly honest. No, it, it, it's too much. It's too much. And it, it, it keeps happening. The officer shot and killed. And then the two <sighs> officers dragged by a car 50 yards last night. They were targeted. I don't even know about that yeah, one. Yeah, the car, the car targeted two officers, tried to hit them, jumped a curb, and then officers chased them and then found them later. And then when they found them, they dragged the officers 50 yards. I just don't, I just didn't, yeah. This, if if I leave the business, this year is why. <laughs> like, no kidding. Like, seriously, it, it gets to be overly, it's too emotional. It's mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally, and physically exhausting. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people, a lot of, I, sh- I will I do say some have, have said that to us mm-hmm. that they do, but we aren't robots. Like I know it looks like it on air and I know it looks like we're cool, calm and collected, but on the inside we're going, Oh shit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, your, it's your job. Yeah. They, you go in that mode. And then as soon as you leave that mode, you're like, what just happened? I, 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 and I, and I think that's, so I, I recently decided no more Facebook. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I can't deal with, mm-hmm. It's look. We all know face Facebook's Facebook. We all we all know what it is. Right, we, right, right. we all threaten to leave Facebook all the time. Few of us ever occasionally do it. Uh, I do occasionally go on the um, Dayton twenty four seven now Facebook page. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I read the viewer comments. I don't know uh, why I read the visitor posts. Mostly to get a cheap laugh out of it sometimes. Because <laughs> um, some of the stuff on there is just funny. Um, but I I do notice that there is so many. There's a lot of comments that just like if it seems like if they would just think for five seconds, just give it five seconds worth of thought, they could probably like answer their own question or or not be so mean or not be so. Oh, I mean, man. The mean ones are I and I haven't like I have to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Being pregnant on air has been my absolute fear. 
And I, I, you know, I lost 35 pounds in a little over a year. I was running and I was doing half marathons and I, I was like at tip top shape Mm -hmm. right before I got pregnant. And, you know, and then I had morning sickness for 14 weeks and I couldn't do what I wanted to do. And it's, it's, it's hard. Um, now I'm back to, I still run five and a half miles every Sunday and I run three days, okay, two brag, other days a week, but, fine. All right. <laughs> but I run like two other days a week and right. I'm still being active, but being on air and being pregnant has been my biggest fear because sometimes I don't know if viewers even realize it, but like how mean they can be. You know, I had a guy, I posted a picture the other week of, um, me at six months, probably I'm six and a half months now. So it was just two weeks ago mm-hmm. and the past, like probably two weeks or so I've really popped, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he's getting bigger and that's what's going to happen. <laughs> like babies do. Like babies do. <laughs> um, and so it's really, I'm very self-conscious about it. And I had a guy write on my thing. Oh, maybe you should cool down on the biscuits and gravy. Are you freaking kidding me? No. And I actually called him out. I said, I'm sorry. Are you, I really hope you're kidding. Right. And he goes, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. But it's like, <laughs> yeah. even if you are kidding, don't say okay. that to me. And, and that's that's why I that's why I chose to get off Facebook is because yeah. I found that I like, I wasn't saying crap like that yeah but I would find that I would I would have a thought and I would just decide well the world needs to know what I'm thinking right yeah. now and then I'd realize there was no purpose for me to say any of that yeah and it just it just became a, it just became a distraction and then it is a distraction it's really hard um, to not get sucked up into the social media world. And I think sometimes people forget that um, there's another human being on the other side of that comment. Mm-hmm. And that's something, you know, I always get, and I and I, I know that people know, mean this as a compliment, and I'm not trying to, like, be mean or nasty in any way, shape, or form, but whenever somebody meets me in person for the first time, I swear to you, they always say to me, you're so much prettier in person. And I'm like, what does that mean? What is the, what? <laughs> And I know that they mean it as a, like, you know, I know, I, you know how it is when you see somebody like a celebrity, Mm -hmm. you know, where you've always seen them on TV and they just look a certain way. And then you see them in person and you're like, huh, that's what you look like. You know what I mean? So I get what they're saying, but then I'm like, so do I look like crap on TV? Like, (laughs) like, that's kind of my job. Like, I don't know. Uh, So I don't know. It's just weird to me. I know they mean it as a, a nice thing, but I'm just like, can we just not? <laughs> do, do, do you find yourself? Because I, 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 like I know, I know, like being on social media is kind of part of the job nowadays. Yeah. Um, do you try to limit, like, limit how much you're really on there, though? I do. Um, I have my personal pages, mm-hmm. and then I have my professional pages. I am more Smart. active on my professional pages than I am on my personal. Right. In fact, I probably, I don't even know the last time I posted. Oh, I just yesterday, I, I shared a little, it was such a, such a cute video of a dog who um, was laying next to his pregnant mom's, like a little, Aww. like the human, his little human, um, waiting for the baby to be born. And I was like, okay, seriously, all the feels right now. <laughs> so cute. But I, other than that, I, I don't know the last time I posted on my my. I mean, personal page, mm-hmm. my professional page. I do try to post at least once a day, but I'll tell you what, I don't post news. It's mm-hmm. they want people want to know you. Mm-hmm. They want to know that like they have a snippet of your like personal life. So I'm careful about what I post. It's mostly my dogs. 
um, my Christmas tree, like do you right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like selfies, um, things like that. And it's really just because I I don't mind sharing my personal life. It doesn't bother me. I'm not ashamed of anything. I think every person has gone through something in their life. Um, and if I didn't go through what I had went through, whether I, a kid to an adult, I wouldn't be who I am and where I am today. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that. So that's true. Listen, people, okay? (laughs) (laughs) These are are wise words. Um, (laughs) Let's knock out a couple more questions. Mostly because I want to fill out the hour, but also I'm just having fun. Okay. Um, So we talked about food a lot. Yes. We're going to talk more about food, which is horrible because I haven't eaten yet today. Oh, I see here, (sighs) pregnant lady, I had a a (laughs) Chick-fil-A sandwich on my way here. I left work early <laughs> to make sure I could get through the line to get here on time. <laughs> Having that Chick-fil-A right up the road from me. Dude, so bad, right? It's it's up there on the list of things that are bad for me and my wallet right next to when they put the freaking credit card readers on the vending machines at work. <laughs> oh, those are bad. It's so bad. Do you know how tempted I am to get a Pop-Tart every stinking day? I love Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I looked so at my bad. bank statement the other day and I was like, why am I so broke? Scroll, scroll. Oh. $3 here. Oh, that's why. Because Mikey likes Skittles and Orange Fanta <laughs> and that's what they got in the vending machine. Exactly. But um, if there was a sandwich named after you, ah. what would be on it? Ooh, what would be on it? Yeah. Okay, listen. It would have to be like a spicy Italian. Yes. So like, right? It's got to be like your pepperoni, your capicola. You've got to have like your prosciutto. You've got to have like the ham, like all of that. And there's got to be like hot peppers on it. Okay. With some vinegar and oil. Nice. Mine would mine, mine would honestly be a Polish boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I, I haven't had a good Polish boy in really? a long time. Uh, there's nothing yeah. like good Italian meats. Oh, yeah. You ever been to, there's a place called Witch Witch. Have you ever been there? I, okay, so we've had them on the morning show. Okay. Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good right? food. Right? Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, their sandwiches are bomb. They. It's over, is it over by Costco? I know there's, it's, yeah, it's, it's over I by. I so. Right around, yeah, right up the road by Costco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were all over the place down south. And so when they got one here, I was like, yay. Yeah. Um, So good. They're, they're, I once accidentally, um, I thought I checked ketchup. What I actually checked was sriracha ketchup on my Ooh. buffalo chicken sandwich. Oh. Oh, I paid for that. It was great going in. <laughs> Not so much coming out. Not so much coming out. Yeah. I paid for that one later. Yeah. Um, no, I know that feeling. But yeah, I love I love Witch Witch. Uh, I haven't had a good, because I used to go to Fifth Street Deli a lot. Oh, I know. And now it's the 416, which I love. No, I love 416 is bomb. I love, I love Greasy Spoons. When, yes. when I first moved here and had my first interview at the station, as soon as I saw that there was a Waffle House right up the road, Ooh, I was happy. Yeah. Because I'm from the land of a Waffle House on every corner. But I, because the Fifth Street Deli moved and now it's Canal Street. Yeah, I think. And I haven't been. I haven't been since it moved either. I loved Fifth Street Deli. They actually had great falafel. Yeah. I know that sounds crazy. Do you like falafel? I do. I love falafel. I'm picky with falafel. I'm picky with falafel too. So I was pretty surprised. Now, you know who has really good falafel and just Greek food in general? Euro Palace. Yeah. Do you know how much I get them DoorDash to the station? Do you know how much like I used to get them all the time when I'd be out reporting and I would come walk in and like your usual and I'm like yes please they, like <laughs> they they know the master control crew. Yeah. There, there was one night where it was it was me, 
um, Amaris, who's one of our one of our newer folks, Karina, and I was like, I'm getting Euro Palace. Anybody else? And <laughs> everybody handed me cash. Yeah. And and they they know us. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I used to get the Cuban at at Fifth Street because nobody else does a Cuban in town. No, no, actually, nobody else does a Cuban. Wait, no. Uh. Oh, are you about to, are you about to blow my mind? Someone does a Cuban, and I tried it for the first time. You know, Charlie's. I think it's Charlie's Deli. And off of... They have Cubans? Off of Val... Is it off of Valley Street or Troy Street? I want to say Troy Street. Off, like, by Children's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I'm pretty positive. Because he does a Cuban burger. And we Shut the it. front door. And it was delicious. I know where I'm going for lunch today. It was so good. I'm telling I will drive down there. I don't <laughs> care. I have nothing so else to do today. Um, What is one bad habit you're trying to get rid of? <laughs> swearing <laughs> yeah, you know mm-hmm. i've kept it pretty clean for this interview you have but i swear like a sailor i'm impressed i have yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm like just, just just this once mike just this once you don't you don't have to i got a lot of it out of you my don't have to bleep everything I, I, oh, no but swearing man. i swear like a sailor i the f the yes the f it's it's probably my favorite word in my vocabulary it's fun it is fun. fun word. And I just sometimes, uh, you know, I grew up hearing it. Yeah. I don't want to blame my parents for it, but they both <laughs> like to use it. And so in my house, it was just a common word. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I, I just always, I don't do it in public and I don't do it when I'm out, obviously mm. working. Right. Um, it, it, things like that. In my house, yes. Cause in we, the newsroom. We, we all know, because I, rem- I remember there was one night, um, there was a really nasty, this, this was a couple years ago, there was a nasty nasty tornado and i still remember the clip to this day because it happened live on air nathan was out oh, in the yes. field and this clap of thunder happened right above his yes. head and he like ducked down i remember the meeting like the next week everybody was like man thank god elise wasn't out there she would drop the neck bomb on me <laughs> i probably would have. i'm like ah, what was that? You know, i'm not even kidding i literally when i heard it because i didn't i was out in the field mm-hmm. that night because i was i yeah i did that tornado coverage with mm-hmm. with nathan at another location um, and the next day when I heard about it, I was like, oh, thank God that wasn't me, man. <laughs> I knew. I already knew. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, lastly, what is something that you think, like like 50 years from now? Yeah. Something, something that people will look, will look back on us now and something that they'll be shocked slash appalled by and something they'll be proud of. Like you mean us personally or us as a society? Society. Uh, yeah, no, you know, you and me. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think appalled is yeah. all the violence, the mass shootings. Yeah. That is just unacceptable and ridiculous. Mm. It gets no point across. If if it was me personally and I could make this decision and I this is the decision I would make, and I, I am so proud of our management for making the decision during the mass shooting here, I would not name any shooter because no. that's what they want. I wouldn't yeah. do a background on them. I don't, I don't want to know who you are. I don't care who you are. So, uh, you know, I am so proud of our management for making that decision. We do not refer to him other than the shooter. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's appropriate. I do too. So I think appalled would be just the violence, the shootings. Mm-hmm. Um, proud, I really hope uh, people look back on this summer in the Miami Valley, the six months of absolute hell mm-hmm. that we had and realize how resilient this community is. Mm-hmm. That is one thing um, 
I don't know if any other community would 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 be able to take the hits that we have taken yeah. and come back the way that we have come back and continue to be like, okay, let's do this. Okay, let's do this. I mean, how many times do you have to be asked to stand back up, get off your back, get on your two feet, and do it all over again? It it reminds me of a of, of a quote from from uh, one of the Rocky movies where um, Rocky's having an argument with his son, and he tells his son, you know, life's not about how many times you can get hit. It's about how many times you can get hit, get back up, and keep going yep. forward. Yep, 100%. And, and I know when, uh, when uh, our evening anchor, Adam Arrow, was on, um, was on America this week after uh, the shooting happened, and um, he was talking to, uh, I forget the name of the host of the show, um, Eric Bowling. Oh, yeah. And he said... Um, you know, he was like, you know, how's Dayton dealing with the shooting? And, and he was like, he's like, I don't think anybody realizes like the shooting is like the fourth thing to happen in no. Dayton this year at that no. point. He's like, we had the KKK rally. We had the Memorial Day tornadoes and it was just. It, it, it wasn't even, that's not even true. Like the yeah. fourth thing when yeah. you say that it was, it started with the water crisis when we didn't oh, have water yeah. in Montgomery County in the city of Dayton. Yeah. Then it started with the federal indictments with the city leaders being indicted federally. Still ongoing. Still ongoing. Still more indictments, I'm sure. Yeah. And then we had the KKK rally. And then we had the Memorial Day tornadoes. And then we had the mass shooting. And then we had an officer shot and killed. And then we had, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, how many more and then we hads can we yeah. have? And and one of the, I know, because we had, going back to what you're saying about the things about being proud of is like, like yes, the like the fact that we had a KKK rally, and I use that term lightly because it was seven people. Yeah, it um, was it was ridiculous. Seven people, but to see this whole city spill out the way it did to tell them they weren't Get welcome out. here was yeah. I I I've never seen something like that Mm-mm. in in my life, Mm-mm. and 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 the recovery efforts since the tornadoes happened. Three days later, yeah, um, yeah, it's you know. I mean, the morning of, people were yeah. out there cutting stuff up, and I mean, obviously, it doesn't. Not every community has been able to recover. Yeah, but and I don't know if they ever will. I mean, there's there's whole businesses that are, uh, uh, Permani Brothers uh, had to close down because uh, there's there's so many like it, I. So you know, it's been talked about people are having trouble getting like the insurance payouts. Yeah. And on one hand, it's so easy to point blame at the insurance companies. Well, they're not paying out. Do you know how many people are trying to get insurance payouts right, right. now from these companies? Right. At the same time. Not to mention the contractors that are trying to work on these houses. And the you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like there's so many things that go into it. And some of these houses, I, I just don't. They're just going to have to be torn down and mm-hmm. rebuilt. Yeah. Like honestly, there's no salvaging what's there. There's there's so many clips I've seen of of people who have just uh, they've just sold their lots yeah. and just and yep. just have decided to or move just somewhere else. They, there's nothing else they can do. That's what ha- and that's what that's what's happening in a lot of the neighborhoods is a lot of those homes people were renting, they didn't even own them, and so the landlord is the one who's making the decision to walk away. Mm-hmm. That's what's hard. And and even and again, even at that point, it's like, what else can you do? 
Right. I mean, I, like I know yeah. it because it, 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 it's not you're not going to get the money out of that house or out of the insurance company for the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, like this, this whole block right now that we're on, all these houses are, are rented. Yeah. They're all owned by people who just rent them out. Yeah. If, if one of those tornadoes had come through here. Yep. You'd be in the same situation. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's crazy. All right, let's find out. I'm going to find a super positive one. Okay. Because, wow, that took a turn. <laughs> um, let's see here. You know what? Boom. What do you consider your greatest achievement? Damn, getting all deep. I know. Um. <laughs> all right, well, it's going to get deep, so okay, I, let's I apologize. Bring it. <laughs> uh, so my greatest achievement, I know for a fact that... If I didn't meet my husband when I did, I probably would not be where I am today. Um, so my greatest achievement was being able to um, trust him, accept his love, and accept his um, like goodness. Because that's not something I grew up with. That's not something that I knew. That's not something that I ever thought I wanted. And that's something I always pushed away. So I think my greatest achievement is just being able to what I consider be normal mm -hmm. um, because uh, that's not how I was raised and that's not how I was raised to think. Um, so breaking the cycle, that's what I, that's what it is. Breaking the go. cycle. Mine was winning a hot dog contest, <laughs> contest in high school. So there you go. Beats the hell out of mine. Um, Elise Coulter, thank you so much for, for doing this. Of course. Um, baby's on the way soon. -ish. March. March. March, yep. And three months left. You guys are just super excited. Super excited. He's he's kind of in my ribs today. So ah. saw me saw me doing a couple of these. It was because he's all up in there. So I don't know what he's doing. But, ugh. Any weird cravings? You know, uh, <laughs> beef jerky. <laughs> I don't know. I, he likes it, so that's I don't. I like beef jerky myself. That's so expensive. So, but it's it's funny because I kind of describe him as like a ninja. As like I like messaged my girlfriends from high school like a, a GIF. It was like a ninja because there's times where he'll literally be sitting in my stomach and it's like he's doing these ninja chops. Like, what are you like? What are you doing? And my stomach is just like side to side, side to side, side to side. I have no idea. Mine was my mom. I made my mom crave Taco Bell, which explains a, a lot. lot. <laughs> my my little brother, the one who's the pizza hound, he would mom would always crave pizza. pizza. Like I was twelve years old, and I'd hear an, I'd be in bed and hear a knock at the door. Look at the window. <laughs> mom and dad are getting pizza delivered. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I had to eat asparagus for dinner. You guys are getting pizza. pizza. That's so funny. My, my mom said with me, she gained like sixty or 80 pounds because she had to have a banana split every single night. And I oh. am a, I'm a sweet tooth. Like oh. I love my sweets. Oh yeah. So I was like, well, sorry. And with my little <laughs> brother, she, she hates them to this day. Lima beans. Oh, they're disgusting. Uh, like who craves that? Thankfully, uh, I don't crave anything that I don't like. That's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it is hard though. Cause there's times where I'm like, I don't think, you know, because I try to plan out my meals for the week to try to still be somewhat healthy. Um, and then I just like go to make it. I'm like, ah, this doesn't even look good to me. Like, yeah. this doesn't even sound good. This doesn't look good. Like, I don't even want to eat this. 
And it's, I know that like that's normal, mm-hmm. but when you're pregnant, it's like extra, like, ugh, like I don't know how to explain it. That's the problem I have with salads. I love a good salad. Yeah. Making a salad is such a chore. Really? I get, get the lettuce, wash it, chop, 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 chop. Oh, get the you carrots. Just buy that stuff chop, that's chop. already pre washed. Nowadays, nowadays, I get, I go to, I go to Aldi's and Kroger and I, I get the, uh, they're basically just bowl size, little oh, yeah. bowl. And yeah. they, I'm spending the same amount of money. Yep, on all the goodies and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's fine. All right. Sorry, we no, got off good. topic again. <laughs> <laughs> it happens on here a lot. So Elise Coulter, you can you can catch you weekday mornings. Yes. Dating twenty four seven now. Four thirty a.m. to seven a.m. on uh, ABC, seven to nine on Fox. And that is Monday through Friday. Yep. And on all the social medias, they can follow you on. Yep, social media, everything's Elise Coulter. Awesome. Yep, yep. All right, guys, make sure you check that out. Also, make sure you check out this show's website, basementloungepod.com. Support the show, dollar a month, gets you the show early and commercial free, patreon.com slash basementloungepod. I'm on all the social media. All the links are in the description. I'm not going to plug myself anymore. It's my show. You know what you're up to. All right, guys, we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode. Until then, as always, live well, rock on, take care, and bye-bye.